Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I'm always, 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 always completely and utterly amazed at how often and how many different ways People want to try and blame the wrong reasons or the wrong people or the wrong things for why their favorite team loses or lost or whatever. This weekend, Penn State lost to Ohio State, and I heard lots of crying and whining and about how you know they got ripped off because there was a call, there was a, 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 a play that got called back the touchdown got called back and it's a 14 point swing and this is not fair and refs are out to get us nah. then i had to endure a little bit later in the day pit fans uh, he slid away he slide they didn't give him the, the spot and he should have won listen in every single football game, there's probably 120 plays, right? Something like that. In college football, 100 to 120 plays. Are there key plays here and there? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, you don't lose a game because, especially since the Penn, and I hate to say this, but the Penn State call, which was what, illegal contact, I think, is why they called that back? Was it illegal contact? It was, it was actually the real, that, that was actually not a phantom call. There was a call, there was a uh, personal foul le- a little bit later in that drive that we could argue about. But letter of the law, that illegal contact, that was the call. Right? But in the situation with Pitt, okay, you just lost a game to a terrible team with their third-string quarterback. Don't cry about the referees, Okay? Don't cry about a spot on a fourth down or a third down play. Because ultimately, here's the other part of that that really bothers me the most about the whole pit thing. I'll ask Joel. Joel is a Penn State guy, but he's a very objective pit. He doesn't you don't hate Pitt, right? You're not one no. of those people that runs. I mean, you oh, know, no. I've heard you be complimentary of Pitt and Yeah, absolutely. Are, right. Oh yeah. Is there a role in the book that says after you don't get the spot? You have to shank a punt. <laughs> it's nowhere in the rule book about that. Nowhere, right? Is there, is there a rule in the book that says after you shank a punt, you have to let the third-string quarterback drive his team right down the field and throw a touchdown pass in the last five seconds? Is there a rule that says that you can't stop that? As far as I know, no. 
That's my point. I mean, you listen. It comes down to execution on defense. Uh, uh, you know, it's what also, you're handed, I guess. It also comes down to, you know what? what, what that thing about Marines. We're Marines. We, 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 we overcome. We adapt. We improvise, right? That's the mentality you got to have in football. There's 121 plays or whatever. I mean, however many plays there are in a game. And, and, and here's the thing. I would be willing to bet that if we went back and watched the film – I could come up with a couple of calls that favored Pitt over Wake Forest. We don't want to talk about that. You know, and, and, and if one of those calls came in, the, like, the second quarter, guess what? It counts the same as the one that came at the end of the game. My point is, I get so tired of the whole referee discussion. I honestly thought the referees had a horrific weekend in college and pro. Okay? I thought they were terrible. Terrible. Across the league. I mean, last night's game, we're watching uh, we're watching uh, Philadelphia play, uh, who was it? Philadelphia and Miami. The Eagles played an entire football game against one of the best teams in the league that has a receiver that's, you know, unbelievably fast and, you know, this and that and everything and They've got a couple of – Miami's got a couple of pretty pretty good, you know, pass rushers and whatnot. The Eagles played the entire game and did not get a single penalty. Now, maybe if we watched uh, the film, we could say, wow, they, they really did play a clean game. But I have a hard time believing that Miami committed 11 penalties and the Eagles committed zero. Okay especially since there were some blatant holds that you, I saw them I, with my own eyes that, my, that the Eagles got away with. It's like too big of a discrepancy yes. between them. Yes, exactly. I, I, you know, I have this argument from time to time. You know, I coach girls basketball. And, and my only rule as a, girls, as, as a basketball coach, as a basketball player, my only rule is this, Joel. You can play it. You can call the game loose and let it let the players beat the hell out of each other, or you can call it so, it's so tight that if they breathe on each other, it's a foul. I don't care how you call it. Just call it consistently in the same way. Don't let people beat the hell out of each other for, you know, if it's a 32-minute game for 30 minutes and then the final two minutes you want to call every touch foul. And then don't, you know, basically call every touch foul for 30 minutes and then the last two minutes, you know, all of a sudden now you just let them, oh, we're going to let them play. But the other thing is be consistent. If it's a foul down there, call it a foul down here. Remember, you know, I actually made it through this entire season, Joel. You won't believe this without a single technical foul. But last year I got a technical foul. And I got a technical foul because we were playing a game that was really physical. Okay, really, it was a physical game, and you know we were in uh, Indiana, and of course we were playing against the team from Indiana, and you know the the Indiana State Referees Association provides the the uh, the referees, so you know you're going to get jogged a little bit. But when I look up in the second half, and it's nine fouls on us and zero on the other team I start to you know lose my mind a little bit 
Because at the end of the day, you know, the, the fans always want to point out it's 6-3 or whatever. Sometimes, you know what, if it is 6-3 or 7-3, it's because your team's fouling more. But don't tell me they haven't fouled us a single time in, in 14 minutes in the most physical game I've watched all weekend. Don't tell me that they haven't fouled us a few times, okay? You just, and then finally we get one. We get another one and go, we go down the other end. We can't get a call. I, I started yelling at the guys like, this must be the greatest defensive team that has ever played. They've played all these minutes without fouling. They have to be the greatest defense. Well, I got a technical foul. I might have added a colorful word in there maybe. But at the end of the day, you know, the Eagles, come on, man. You committed zero penalties, and the other team committed 10 or 11. You want to tell me it's 10 or 11 to 4? Okay, fine. But here's the thing. That game was officiated horribly. The Browns game was an embarrassment at the end. I don't know if you saw that. The end of that game was a joke, okay? I watched a little bit of um, Chargers-Chiefs. There was at least three calls in that game that I thought, what are they doing here? And then the Steelers game. I mean, I hate to say it, but the Steelers, guess what? They benefited from a from a spot, whereas Pitt the night before got screwed by a spot. They benefited from a spot. And the only reason I say that is because it usually evens out throughout the course of time. But I thought the referees had a horrific weekend. But that being said... They're bad for everybody. You just got to, you know what I mean? And, you know, the crocodile tears about a 14-point swing in the Penn State game. Give me a break, will you please? Penn State had plenty of opportunities to win that game. They just couldn't They couldn't do it. They couldn't do anything against Ohio State's defense. You know. And so, at the end of the day, I will say this. It's just ridiculous. And then you look at the fact that um, – you look at the fact that uh, um, they, uh, you know, Pitt. You you can't lose a game like that and then whine about referees. You can't. If you're whining about referees, you're whining about the wrong things. Whine about the fact that you know what your defense isn't all that good, even though it's the specialty of the head coach. Whine about that. Whine about the fact that. Your offense is a Stone Age offense, and and, and you've got a, a, a quarterback now that looks like he might have some clue as to how to run a, a, a modern offense. Maybe you ought to just bring your offense up, up you know, to speed so that you can take advantage of what he does well. It just doesn't make sense to me. All the crying and whining that goes on, I just get tired of it. Because I think it takes away from the fact that you're you're missing the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that you just cannot. You just can't blame. Um, you, you, you know, you just can't blame it all, all the time on referees because by, by doing that, you're basically saying it comes down to one play and it doesn't. It just doesn't. That's what I will tell you. So, you know, it, 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 you, Pitt has a lot of work to do. And the problem the Panthers have, and this is a good conversation to have, really, the problem the Panthers have is right now they are 
two and five. They got to be six and six to get to a bowl game, which means they've got to finish the season four and one. That's what they need to do. They need to finish the season four and one. If they finish the season four and one, their next two games are Notre Dame and Florida State, and their final game is against Duke. And here's the other game that I'm going to tell you is doesn't look like it's nearly as easy as it did early in the season is Boston College. <laughs> Boston College, okay? Boston College has seemingly figured some things out and they found a quarterback. Because they've won three in a row. They went down to Georgia Tech, and they pounded Georgia Tech down there. They beat Army. Obviously, that's not that big of a deal. But, you know, when you're a bad team, winning that game matters. They beat Virginia, which you can say that's not a big big deal, except for, well, the reality is that Virginia, um, that Virginia is a team that basically uh, is – is really just beat North Carolina. So they're four and three. They have a chance. Probably they beat UConn. They'd be five and three. You know, finding that sixth win is going to be difficult for BC. But one of one of the games they're probably circling now is, hey, we play Pitt. <laughs> we got a shot. Right? But uh, anyway... If you're Pitt, you you know, you got to stop. You got to stop. Because you, you, you can't blame referees for what happened the other night. Blame Pitt. Blame their lack of making plays. That's what I would tell you. That's where it is. Um. Anyway... Did you see, uh, Joel, by the way, you're an NBA guy. Tomorrow night as the NBA starts. I am very, very, very excited for the NBA to be back. How about Giannis getting three years, $186 million? Pretty good deal. Pretty good deal that, you know, you get him and Lillard together for at least a couple of years now, it looks like. Chance to get a championship within, you know, those three years before. He's got like a player option, I think it said, in 27, 28, so... This is, this is good. You're going to have Lillard and Giannis together for a couple seasons. It's going to be pretty good. $61 million a year. Anyway, we gotta, we'll got we talk about that. for uh, in a, We'll wrap up the show. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But first, uh, you know what? I forgot to do this earlier, so let's do it now. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Stop in for Sun for a chance to win a great autograph memorabilia. From your favorite Pittsburgh athletes and teams, tonight partly cloudy, chilly, uh, low of 39. Tuesday, sunny, high of 75. Okay, uh, let's get to a break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, Joe. Only got a few minutes left. It's always lots of fun. Do the Denver Nuggets repeat? No, because it's going to be Milwaukee this year. Okay, so you think Milwaukee's going to win? Will they beat the De- will it be the Nuggets who they beat? Yeah, I'm going to lean Denver. They're going to win the West again. I think Dallas might make some noise. A full season of Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. It sounds, you know, kind of exciting. They might lead them to the West, but I think it's got to be Denver who wins the West again this year, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I look at it and, and I say basically, um, but what about Kevin Durant? Is he a game changer for you at all? I think so, but Bradley Beal might be the game changer on that team. Beal, Booker, and uh, yeah. Durant, isn't that a pretty good That's group That's what I'm right saying. There? That's yeah. a really good group in, in, that you got there. Uh, you know, you still have LeBron James and that, but I think they're done. As far as winning championships, I think they're done. What do you think? Yeah, both L.A. teams, I just don't know. The Clippers just – people always hype up the Clippers. They just don't make any noise. So, no. yeah, I would say both L.A. teams. Denver and Phoenix might be your Western Conference Finals. Maybe Dallas is in there. Maybe Golden State is back there this year again. And then you've got Milwaukee. I mean, <laughs> I guess the Celtics are the team, maybe? Yeah, the, the Celtics are the only other threat – in the East because it's it's not the Sixers. They never get anything done in the playoffs, and I think the Heat might take a step uh, step back this year. So it's it's down to Milwaukee and Boston for the East. You got? Um, do you still got? Is, do they still have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum up there? They do. Yes. And, right, well, that, that's what's going to keep them in contention. Right. That gives them a chance. Um, is there any dark horses that we should watch? Maybe the New York Knicks. Oh. This year, even though wow. they, I don't know, but I mean, I'm looking at the, uh, the I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull up the name. Here we go. That was the, let's see. They've got, I think Dallas would be my Jalen Brunson, Julius Randall, RJ Barrett, Josh Hart, Mitchell Robinson, Emmanuel Quigley. Okay. It's not a bad group. They've got a pretty good group there. I think them having Brunson is going to make the difference. You'll get some good games out of Randall. And Barrett, and then quickly is a pretty good, you know, sixth man for them. But maybe the Knicks, but the, the Knicks are the Knicks at the end of the day, it might be. So you have no faith. They can, no maybe they faith can reach the Joel Eastern Embiid. Finals. You have no faith in Joel Embiid and no, James Harden. The Sixers, uh, we don't even know what James Harden's future is with the Sixers. That's right. So he hasn't been at what practice a, for them and uh, probably won't play in their opener. What a psycho. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, he's a guy that you just – I say it all the time, and people get mad at me when I say it. He's the kind of guy you cannot win with. Yeah, there's, there's probably a reason he's bounced from team to team. Yep. Joel, it's been a pleasure as always. Pleasure as always, uh, Paul. I think we'll do it again Thursday. I don't know if you'll be here Thursday. Yep, I'll be here Thursday. Let's do it. And uh, if you're not here Thursday, then will you be here Sunday morning for the pregame Steelers black and gold pregame show? I might be. I'll keep in touch with you on that. Uh, by the way, I – the uh, the uh, what is it called? The P 
he uh, the best place everything black and gold before every home game is black and gold game day 93.7 the fan presented by cjr wholesale roofing and siding supply center this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.